You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the scheme and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. But she got me on the counter. It wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. It wasn't me. She even caught me on camera. It wasn't me. She saw the marks on my shoulder. It wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. It wasn't me. Heard the screams getting louder. It wasn't me. She stayed until it was over. Honey came in and she Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the Step Over Pod Emergency Edition. Uh, I am Jim Adair. With me as always is Max Rappaport. Max, how's it going? I'm ready to move on. What a very Find fun a and exciting... <laughs> it's still funny. Uh, what a very fun and exciting, like, what, 18 hours or so? 20 hours? 24 hours, roughly? Never, never no. a dull moment. Yeah, sometimes you wish for them. Um, if you somehow not only know who we are, but listen to this pod, and also chose to listen to this specific episode of the pod... And don't have any idea what's going on. We'll do a quick recap. These are these. This is for the people who were on an, like an extended camping trip, yeah, and are now driving back and just open up their podcast app and they're like, "Yo, let me let me download some some pods for the drive yeah. home." This is for this, you, imaginary person. That this is for um, to this. yeah. This is for the uh, from our analytics. So I can tell the twelve percent of our audience that are Encino men. Um, <laughs> this is for you guys. So, uh, what happened was, <laughs> roughly, I guess now, probably around 24 hours ago, uh, we were all minding our goddamn business, doing nothing, and uh, Ben Dietrich, I believe it's Dietrich, could be Dietrich, I apologize if it is, uh, at The Ringer, um, put up a, a piece I've been working on from, for what I can tell, a couple of months, at least probably three months, um, that was heavily researched and dug into and you know just taken and and looked at by all angles um a friend of mine said that he played chess with this piece and what happened was basically he received a tip from someone who had specifically set up a twitter and instagram egg account seemingly for the sole purpose of making this tip and they said hey uh Sixers GM Brian Colangelo has five burner Twitter accounts where he talks shit on his players, uh, likes things about Beyonce, does a bunch of other stuff on there, uh, leaks, or not even leaks, it's not really purposeful, but like to try to get the information out there, but like 
mentions things that aren't public knowledge that only you know inside people would know that it's unfair for the players to mention like failed physicals and and what players were like behind the scenes and all bad things no good things really um and a lot of these things for without getting into the super heavy details cuz you should read Dietrich stuff uh there were there were many many reasons to believe that these were all the same person and that same person was at the very least Brian Colangelo adjacent um late la- later last night after going through all of this stuff and people poking around and finding some of these old tweets cuz uh, a couple of the uh, accounts had gone private, but one mysteriously still has not, um, which is very interesting. I'm very interested in that part of it. Um, uh, Colangelo issued a statement saying, like, it wasn't me, basically. Uh, this morning doubled down on that, or earlier today doubled down on saying that basically there's some kind of vast conspiracy to set him up to fail and uh, all that stuff. Deep but. State. Deep state stuff, you know, the, the basketball deep state, which is funny because isn't that how he got the job in the first place from the basketball deep state? Um, before we get on to the, the most recent uh, theories and and findings, is there anything I missed along the way there, Max? I mean, it was probably pretty bare bones, but everyone knows the story already. Yeah, I think that, that's pretty much that's pretty much the whole thing. Right. I think. Yeah. Uh, there was, I went through the one Eric Jr., the, the main, what I, I've been referring to as like the main account, the, the account that Brian Colangelo admitted to running at Phila123456.7 has, as far as I know, never tweeted or retweeted anything, uh, which that's, you know, if that's what he's doing and he's just like, has an account to like, look at Twitter, um, that's perfectly fine. I think there's probably a ton of people who do that and just don't tweet, uh, but that's not doesn't seem to be the case of what's happening here. Uh, the Eric Jr. account, uh, which a lot of people were seeing screenshots of, which because that was all went private. So there could be many weirder and worse things in the other accounts, but just they're not really uh, easily disseminated. Uh, did at one point like a Step Over Tease tweet, so that was cool. I think it was a TJ Dario shirt. It was, and someone made the point to me because the quote that you put on the tweet said... Yeah. Uh, like basically trust the friendship is better than trust the process. And that would get, I got a like from Eric jr. Uh, anyway, so today update Sixers release. That was my best Robert stack impression from unsolved mysteries <laughs> update. This is good. Uh, I'm just sitting back and like eating some uh, Nutella yeah. breadsticks. I mean, I wish the late this. Robert stack was still with us to break this whole thing down for us, to be honest, but no, you're uh, the Sixers released a statement saying this is very serious. We don't like this at all. We're going to do an independent investigation into it. Uh, a lot in the in the intervening <laughs> just, from, from just, last night. Just, I'm sorry. I just have to laugh. I just have to laugh at like the, yeah. the hilarity. They're doing an independent best investigation of like right. whether Brian Colangelo is like basically calling Markel Fultz a bitch yeah. on, his, on his burner account. And I'll be completely honest. I do think the investigation is a lot less Robert Mueller and a lot more like Gene Parmesan or like Steve Buscemi's character from 30 Rock. There's probably a lot more of that happening. Um, in the intervening from, from last night through today, a lot of Woj bombs that kind of, to me at least, made it clear. I don't think Woj likes Brian Colangelo very much. No. No, it does not seem like the case. Uh, there have been a couple other pods on it. I listened, The only one I listened to was the low post earlier where Zach Lowe is basically just like, I don't see how Brian Colangelo gets out from under this. Uh, this is very, very, very bad. Um, 
which is I just want to make a little side note uh, to if someone like I don't know has been sleeping for like forty hours and then woke up and like saw all this stuff about Brian Colangelo getting in trouble on Twitter. This is not what they think he would be in trouble for. <laughs> Their mind will go to like much deeper, darker places. But this is all. I mean, this is also it's crazy silly, but it is also very serious for the business of sport. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in the meantime, uh, Sixers Twitter, as they do, went down a true, a true investigative rabbit hole. Uh, a lot of things were surmised. People were trying to find the last two digits of both Brian and Jerry and Sam's phone numbers. Uh, people were try- <laughs> people were trying to track. Okay, well, the one account was tweeting during uh, their son's basketball game, so it can't be the son. So rule him out. Yeah, I, like, I, we were like, I, I, this whole thing was like a, definitely a lesson for me to never cross Sixers Twitter. No, because they will find no. some shitty MySpace post I made in 2005 and flame me for it. Yeah, you got to delete your Zanga today. I got to delete that Zanga right now. I well, yeah. I, well, I noticed. Um, I actually do have, I wouldn't call it a burner account, but I, in the past, I've had accounts that I've made that are don't have my name on them uh, just for dumb stuff I was doing, uh, parody accounts and whatever. Um, and when I realized, I didn't even know you could do that, that you could, like, if you, it's kind of clever if you go into, like, forgot my password, uh, it'll say, like, we've sent a text to, like, XXXXX, yeah. and then the final two digits of the number, mm-hmm. which is a dead give up. I mean, that's, like, you know, a one in... 99 uh thing so like if your yeah. last two digits like are four seven and it comes up as four seven and someone knows your number that's a pretty dead giveaway uh yeah. so I-, I had to go in and change a couple of those uh <laughs> myself but the, yeah like sixers twitter went on a real like sleuthing spree yeah. uh and it was pretty incredible and we'll talk about i guess like where the where we're at now and like what we yeah. believe and don't believe I, I will come clean right now i did once uh, create a um, sort of shams bomb about some bullshit freshman in college. I don't care. Uh, I did once create a separate Twitter account that I had planned to use for parody purposes, and I think I maybe tweeted from it once. And it was um a combination uh, account, not unlike Meghan Markle Fultz, way before it though, uh, where it would be pictures of then last year, then like. Philly's fringe roster player Brock Stasi, and quotes from Stasi from Vanderpump Rules on them. I think I might have tweeted <laughs> once. Please don't find that tweet. Uh, yeah, that was my only million dollar idea. So, uh, not quite climbing up a medium sized ladder and smacking Joel Embiid on the butt, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, okay, so in all the intervening time, we've been digging. We, I mean, and I do really mean the collective we. A bunch of people have been digging around trying to find the littlest clues. Um, I was uh, doing so earlier today, and I found something that I thought was vaguely interesting, which is that the only account where you can actually like go in and see who their followers are, which is the Eric Jr. account, which is still active somehow. Uh, uh, I should mention before saying this that one of the things that was pointed out in the piece is that a lot of the followers from all these accounts, the people they follow was, were similar or the same, and they were such, such an obscure list of people that like only the Colangelos know, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going through the, the, who they're following, and there's this one account that I clicked on, and it just tweets out like biblical inspiration in Italian. And I looked it up, and I was like, oh, well, Brian, here's, here's how my brain worked. This is why I'm not a great investigator. 
um, Robert Stack would be very disappointed in me. I'm like, oh, Brian Colangelo's wife is from Italy. Brian probably speaks Italian. End of story. Uh, as it turns out, likely not the end of the story because where it sits right now, thanks to the unbelievably tireless research of uh, our, our friend of the pod, Legs, at Leg Sanity, is that it does seem, at the very least, the Eric Jr. account was at the at most minimally shared by Brian Colangelo's wife. Allegedly, all other precursors we need to put on here, so we're not we don't get the collar suit off of us. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of small details like dollar sign going after a number, stuff that kind of seems like it's written in stuff that was English in a second language, stuff that like a mom would tweet and not like a you know a super insecure business executive. Although I guess they probably tweet similarly. Yeah. Um, and that's basically where we are. I just got. Right I gotta now. say. I gotta say that like. So what, just, I guess, taking a step back, when I found out about this, it was like, I was coming out of a meeting, because I'm on the West Coast, so like, whatever it was, 620 or something, um, I come out to like a million texts and like notifications on Twitter and whatever. So I go on and I like scroll, but there's like a million things happening on Sixers Twitter. So I like scroll back, I have like a feed, I scroll back like an hour and a half. I see, like, it was basically the, uh, like, Vince McMahon escalating gif, where, like, like, first I see, like, oh, Brett Brown just signed, like, a three-year extension. Awesome. I was like, oh, that must be what everyone's, like, texting and tweeting about. Yeah, that's what we're all talking about. (laughs) And and then I go, like, like, 20 minutes later, and it's like, oh, Ben Simmons is dating Kendall Jenner. That's pretty huge. That must actually be what people, go ahead and check the text at that point. And then I skip ahead, like, another 20 minutes, and it's, like, the curious case of Brian Colangelo's burner accounts. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I start scrolling. Um... But I was going to say that the, the, the tweet from the Eric Jr. account where he or, or his wife de- defends the, the collars and says, like, yeah. those collars are normal was hilarious when I thought it was yeah. Brian Colangelo. And I think is even funnier when I think of it as his wife who, like, yeah. ad- dresses him in Italian fu- like fashion, <laughs> reading and being like, hey, that's a fine collar. That looks there, fine. Yeah. Don't, like, get There's... it in his head that he should wear different collars. Yeah. There's a way to read this allegedly. I'm going to say allegedly every three words from now on. <laughs> There's a way to read this allegedly that says that allegedly Brian Colangelo allegedly doesn't even like big collars. He's just his wife. He's fine on the shirts and he wants to keep her happy. <laughs> exactly. And that's kind of adorable if we're being honest oh, here. Man. That's kind of adorable. Um, I do want to say real quick, I don't want to talk about this because I don't uh, give a fuck who Ben Simmons dates. I don't give a fuck who any of the players date. It's none of my business. I don't mm-hmm. care. I do think that news coming out of that exact time is a bit suspicious. I mean, do we think the Brett Brown extension is suspicious too? To me, that seems very suspicious. Why? Yes, why but that, that then they knew it was. Coming I mean, too. It was coming, but like you had to work on that deal. You don't have to work on calling up page six. That's true. Yeah, but but I just mean so. There's that, and then like even just like ten minutes before we started. Uh, we started recording uh apparently monty williams is in like consideration for the uh assistant head assistant coach right the Lloyd that... Pierce position that's like big news but it feels like they're just Huge. like throwing shit out now to try to like change like as if now we're going to talk about like our, our emergency pod is going to talk about monty williams and not right. Brian colangelo uh 
telling Marco Fultz to nut up. I will, yeah, or like <laughs> saying to Ben Simmons. I think all right. In a second, I want to talk about some of our favorite tweets from this, this account. But um, I think with with the Monty Williams thing is it's different because Woj broke that uh, as he does a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, after this and seeing Woj's kind of terse language and talking about Brian Galangelo, I don't think Brian's going to text him anything or he would even run with it if he did. But I can very easily see it being like the Sixers, like, let's get something else at least out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite tweet of all of them, because I am now reading it in an Italian accent, uh, which I'm not going to do. I am not going to do an Italian accent. And it was only allegedly written in an Italian accent anyway. Is I don't know what was he responding to, but it just said, Ben Simmons, shoot a three, you coward. <laughs> That's why I think that might be my favorite one. That was really funny. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think I think up there's gotta be the uh the stepping up on a ladder and kicking his uh kicking Joel Embiid's butt with butt yeah. uh uh censored out with a hashtag and two stars. I will say which is a very I, mom I, thing to do. I when I was reading that last night before before we kind of all collectively decided it said butt, uh I thought it was like it meant balls, like get up on a medium sized ladder, kick up on the balls. Oh, why would they? Why know. would they uh, censor balls though? Why would they censor butt? I don't know. That's a that's a good point. I will say this though: I am very thankful to bring the whole medium sized ladder thing into my lexicon now. Super psyched about that. I'm gonna use that all the time. It's just a good line. So, Man. yeah, this is. I want to. I don't know, man. I don't know. Currently, right now, while we're recording, it's like uh, it's nine twenty-four p.m. Uh, I am not watching because I'm going to save it for after we're done recording. I am not watching. Um, one of my favorite TV shows, probably of all time, is the series finale of The Americans on FX. Uh, a, a tale of Cold War era espionage, lots of wigs and fake mustaches, an incredibly great television show. And this is more exciting than like three of their five seasons. <laughs> like it's we need we need a next a Netflix doc on this. I need like an Evil Genius style doc on on this event. Uh, yeah, I tweeted that earlier. But also, while this was all going down last night, I decided I'm like I'll just throw something on the TV. So I started watching uh, the confession tapes on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I watched the first episode. I'm like, wow, I am hooked. I am in. 20 minutes into the second episode, I'm like, what the fuck's this shit? Get this off my TV. <laughs> I have something more interesting to look at now. It's just truly... I can't... I don't know what to say. Here is my take on... I think I think this... I don't know. I, alleg, I, I will throw out the word allegedly like nine times right now. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. I think I have one yeah. more allegedly. Um, yeah. So, I my opinion is that I definitely think the Eric Jr. account, if not entirely run by his wife, is mostly run by his wife. I feel like the enough unknown sources, uh, one, at least like one or two of those were Brian. I don't, I don't have, I have a hard time imagining that his wife ran like four different burner accounts for him. Right. Um, I feel like it's a mix of all of them. And the Eric Jr. one probably had the worst stuff, it seems like. But, mm-hmm. like, the the Enough Unknown Sources one was the one that responded to uh, re- responded to the tweet and said, uh, basically, like, defending um, the decision to trade uh, New Orleans Noel. 
and someone responded and said, is this you, Brian? And then the person yeah. replied and said, no, but thanks for the compliment. He's too classy to even engage. Work with him. Right. He's a class act. Like, right. the, the, just Which, like the, the diction of it. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't think his wife would have said that. Um, that sounds very – so let me, let me float a theory by you here. Yeah. That sounds because like before, before people try this – before people essentially settled on wife – uh, there was another tweet from the Eric Jr. account that mentioned being like a 77-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. That's that's how old his mom is. Mm. So let's let me let me float this idea. So not one Jerry, fa- Jerry's wife. Yeah, one family member per account. <laughs> oh, Jerry's one. Oh my goodness. Brian's mom's one. Brian's one. Brian's wife's one. Allegedly, 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 and then just an extra one for everybody to share. <laughs> Oh my god, uh, maybe because like to me, like he's too classy to even respond. I've worked with him and he's great. That sounds like a mom. It sounds like a mom, but just the way it's written is so different than the mom tw- than the ones that seem like they're from his from his wife. That seem like just like the English is a little weird. There's like weird punctuation and stuff. This one's like yeah. pretty normal in that sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I just have a hard time imagining he didn't run one of these. Like, why would she have five? That just sounds hard to imagine. Can I just, I want, I want to just give a quick in look, look into, if you are somehow listening to this and you're kind of outside the Sixers bubble, and you're like, this, like, this is just a fascinating, fun story, so you figured you'd listen to this. I want to give you a glimpse into, like, what life is like for us now in this, this post-Colangeloian apocalyptic landscape. Um, I just got a text from a friend I won't name. Uh, just for no reason at all, just because it's cooler. Uh, just says, I just got back to a computer, dot, dot, dot. Eric Jr. is BC's wife? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> oh, this my is, God. This is, yeah. It's, I, all, all, right, it's so, all so good, man. It's all so good. So, I said this last night. That's my Alexa trying to turn itself on. It's still talking. Hold on. Unplug. It's spying on Alexa, me for the Alexa, crack the case. Alexa's spying on me for the Colangelos. Um, so there have been a lot of fun nights on Twitter when things happen and you're just like, I could go to bed, but this is just, I'm laughing my ass off at all this shit. Um, one that comes to mind, Sixers related, it was the, the, the Kings trade, this pick swap trade. Mm-hmm. When that first happened, I remember I was in bed. It happened kind of late at night. Um, I think me... Other than, like, obviously the national sources and, like, some of the local beats that, like, broke the story. Uh, I think it was just, like, me and Jake Pavorsi that were, like, online. Like, everyone else is, like, either out to dinner. Because I, I think they were on the West Coast at that time. So, like, they are probably out to dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, we were just, like, screaming into the wind about how insane it was for a while. And, like, having a good time. Um, and then other than that, I mean, th- this, this tops that by a thousand. But there's nothing else that's even close. I was, like, in tears laughing at some of this shit. And now that there's all these Borat jokes, because it's his wife. Like, honestly, like, swear to God, completely, completely, just being completely truthful. Um, we have, we won't talk, we'll talk about the implications in a second in general, but like, he's uh, got to lose his job. But if he comes to the podium tomorrow, just like they have a press conference, and he's like, um, just sits down, and someone shouts like, Brian, if you didn't run the accounts, who did? And then he just calmly clears his throat and goes, "My wife." <laughs> they got to sign him like a twenty-year contract. 
it's yeah. all forgiven. It's yeah. In the rules. Yeah, it's 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 the Borat uh, clause, then and a very underappreciated Santa Claus sequel. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where we are. Uh, but so let's talk about repercussions here. Uh, do you see a way with us knowing what we think we know now, with the team's statement, with Brian's "someone must be out to get me." Uh, you know, Mel Gibson in uh, conspiracy theory voice uh, response. Do you think, is there a way that, like, say by Friday he's still the GM? It's it's weird because it feels like there shouldn't be any way. I don't, I don't know. It's like part of me thinks that it depends on what the, how the Sixers are feeling about this. And I think at first I was like, man, they're just going to, like, sweep this under the rug. They're just going to, like, pretend like they're going to just gonna stand by his story and he doesn't know who did it and hacked or you know it's like oh, it, what what happens every time somebody tweets a bunch of problematic stuff and then gets found out they just say they were hacked like eight years ago in the past somehow um but the fact that the team came out with the statement they did that wasn't like you know we are looking into this we you know support brian and you know he's saying that he didn't do it they were like we're launching an investigation we're taking this seriously and they even like jerry colangelo was asked about it and was basically like you know i don't have all the facts yet so i don't want to comment like if he didn't do it you would say he didn't do it they asked kevin durant about it and he said basically shut the fuck up i don't care Mm -hmm. uh trevor booker on twitter basically went like i don't think this is true and then somebody tweeted him he's like yeah it seems like it's probably true (laughs) (laughs) yeah well Man, I don't know. I think it's it, it's if he had come out when it happened and basically said like, my wife, the, my my wife, yeah. If he had just kind of been like, look, my wife like got a little carried away and defending my collars on the internet. It happens sometimes. I'll have a conversation with her. We won't run the you know she won't be tweeting from that account anymore. I'm really sorry about this. It would have been bad. The fact that he's like going all info wars on it and talking about like yeah. deep sp- deep state conspiracy if it is his wife and you he would definitely know that it's his wife because the accounts got shut down unless we believe that like i mean i guess it, there's like no the fact that the accounts got shut down after so basically the ringer like knew about all five accounts sent the sixers a message uh, uh, pr like talked to them and said hey we know about th- these three accounts excluding the two uh, two of the accounts said, so, like, we know about these three accounts. One account, you know, do you want to comment before we put the story up? And within like an hour, all the all three of the accounts were down. Yeah. Um, which is like, it, it, so either he, you know, either he was running the accounts, he knows who's running the accounts, or it was his wife or whatever. There's really no deniability for him at this point that like, oh yeah, it was his wife, but he didn't know that, and that's why he was so full throatedly denying it. And then later right. she comes forward and she's like, look, Brian, it was me. Like, th- that's not really possible at this point. Um, but here's the, here's the thing. Yeah, there's that's true. But also, logically, I don't know how to react in this situation, especially when I'm sweaty under all that collar fabric. But um, So imagine this happens. My, If you really want to play it cool, like, I don't know what's going on here. And if you honestly don't know what's going on here, your response is, this isn't me, and it seems real weird. I got nothing to say. Like, I didn't do this. Not someone's out to get me. Because, like any good conspiracy theory, it falls apart under even the lightest bit of scrutiny. 
because for someone say say right so let's take the the probably the most popular ideation of the someone setting him up theory right mm-hmm. which is that whoever this tipster is has an axe to grind and is framing him he's twitter framing him let's just yeah. think about that for one second that means that this person somehow knew uh through being around brian anyway that brian colangelo had the at filla one two three four five six seven account had to then essentially, I guess, model who they followed off of who Brian's account followed, uh, and then like kind of create a new burner account like every few months or so just to keep things fun. Uh, had to seemingly know where Brian was at a lot of the times, tweeting specifically about um, being at the the eighty seveners game and mentioning being in. Uh, Beijing, even though now Gabrie- Gabrielle Union says she wasn't in Beijing. I mean, imagine imagine them just watching the, the ESPN.com like, uh, game cast of like Chicago University uh, right. games. This person so had to become a to... dedicated University of Chicago basketball fan. That's so what this person had to do. Games, yeah. yeah. That's... And I mean, k- kudos. This if, account if was followed is, back by people. To, to be honest, if that is what happened... Brian Colangelo deserves to be fired because that person deserves whatever good thing they wanted for that. That's a lot of work uh, to try to ruin Brian Colangelo. Yeah. Like Another, is, oh, quick. That is that a like, Frank Underwood level yeah. of like forward thinking. Uh, yes. Collusion. Uh, one, two of the other accounts is nothing that legs discovered Two of the other accounts that followed that, that Eric jr. Account followed where two random people, who had apparently nominated Brian Colangelo's wife for some award at some school board thing in Canada? Uh, Which to me doesn't. Like, to me, that but doesn't if you, mean that it's um, that that, it that means it lends, could be either one of them, right? But it's definitely not someone framing them. Exactly. It's not like disgraced mascot hip hop in his basement. Like I have to get revenge. Like this is not because if you look at the followers of that account, it's like a lot of basketball people. Uh, you know, general Twitter accounts you would follow, like, the Pope. Um, and then, like, a, a, a very small smattering of, like, real non-basketball people. And if there is some kind of elaborate frame job here, they got to find out who's doing that and put that person in jail because they seem dangerous. <laughs> like, or, he's or have single them, white like, female. solve the Russia collusion. <laughs> Just, like, put them on Mueller's team and figure that out in, like, nine yeah. hours. Yeah. Have Robert Mueller should have a phone call into case. legs right now. Oh, yeah. man. All right. So, NBA Finals start tomorrow. In my mind, I know you want to do a complete independent investigation, but this has to be a story, no longer a story by the time the finals start. Unless they think they can, like, some. The thing is, you can't, like, wait it out. Right? No, you can't like it should oh, be it should be over gonna... already. Well, I'm just saying like they can't possibly think that like okay the finals are going to happen people are going to stop talking because they will they'll stop talking about it but Philly is not going to stop talking about it like every time they the team signs someone when they the draft comes around every time he talks like it's just going to be a huge joke like there's no way anyone ever lets this go. Um, and also yeah. the players like he he like talks shit on the team's star player. And yeah. you're going into the most important free agency period, like, ever for the team, I think. Yep. Um, uh-huh. and, and the draft, for that matter. Like, we, t- you know, how much how much do we hear about, like, agents uh, 
you know, um, trying to like steer their players away from Sam Hinkie and the Sixers. Yeah. Uh, or like other GMs not wanting to make deals with the Sixers. Like, even if you think that's a little overblown, like if I'm a player, I think about it a little bit that that the team's GM or the G- GM's wife was just like spouting off on Twitter, like calling calling out Joel Embiid and Marco right. Fultz and uh, Nerlens Noel and Okafor and stuff. That, that's like nuts. Because it, what that says to you as a player is like, okay, so no matter what this dude says to my face, he's talking shit behind my back. Mm-hmm. And then somehow it's getting out into the public sphere on top of all that. Yeah. And the thing about thing about that is too, unless they get, get somebody and they do a perp walk and they're like, here's the guy who framed him, no one's going to believe it wasn't him. The evidence is too strong at this point. And certainly players so, aren't. Like, so even, even if, if the Sixers... the fan base, like it's definitely right. going to have the same negative effect on free agency or agents or whatever that even if the sixers are like we've we conducted our independent investigation and we found out nothing linked him to these accounts blah 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 every nba player in the league is like yo he was fucking tweeting that shit so the the ship has already sailed for me yeah not to mention it's clearly him or his wife oh it's it's clearly a colangelo allegedly that A that stands for allegedly Colangelo. That's <laughs> clearly who it is. Um. So I, I guess the question at this point is like, what does the team do? Like, if they if they get rid of Brian by the end of the week, like, what then? I mean, I'm assuming uh, it's the draft's like a month away. You don't bring in a new GM before that, right? You, I feel just, like you like, have to. Let, but that person's not going to have like any unless it's someone who is with another team up until that point, right? Like if if he was gonna be like David Griffin or bring Hinky back or something like you you can't really do that without any like prep for the draft. It has to be someone who's like right. in, um, or you bring someone in and kind of let like the holdovers like Eversley and all them kind of run the draft yeah. under the guidance of Griffin. I mean Griffin might be the move. Honestly, the move might be like tell LeBron, well, like you know you can have a a, a say in who we bring in. Yeah. Um, in which case it would be Griffin. Griffin, which I'd be fine with. That would be like a pretty good option. I'd be I'd be yeah. happier with that probably than Colangelo, to be honest. Especially at this point. Yes, but well, especially at this point. Right. I mean, I, this I is, think it's is, not going to be hinky, but that's like obviously the dream. No, obviously not. Uh, but like the damage is done here, right? And you have to have a different GM in place by the start of free agency. So if you if you the earlier you make the decision and Colangelo gets out of here, whether you let him resign or not or whatever. Uh, then the better because you have more time to find that GM, more time for the league to know you need a GM and interview people, etc. You can you can interview the seventy five people you said you did the first time, um, and then you can kind of just like you said, kind of like have an interim like everyone else in the department basically who's done all the scouting kind of basically run the draft and just give like final. I get like you know you'd hate to do something like this, but like give final say to a combination of Brett and Josh Harris. After everyone else presents their information, um, but I mean the damage here is 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 done. There's there's no way, and I'll say this too because he's technically still on the payroll. I don't know what they pay him, but like he's still on the masthead. Jerry's got to go too. Oh my god, you but can't. Jerry, Jerry's got to go. Jerry's had to go for a long time. Jerry's had to go he's for a very long time. It's yeah. Money. Jerry's there in name only, but there's no reason for Jerry to still be there. Jerry's got to go. Man. 
I'll say this, you know, what an who would have thought? Way, if, if, that, if, it is, if that is how it goes down, that he's fired by the end of the week. Like, what an embarrassing way. And he's not going to get another job somewhere if that happens. Like, at yeah, least he not will. for a long time. For It'll a while. A couple years. Why, though? Well, who would bring him back? He's a rich white man. There's always use for those guys. Yeah. He's a basketball, remember? I feel like um, he'll just go into a different thing. Like, he'll go into, you know, something sports related, but not. Um, Maybe like the business side. He can work for Twitter. Uh, just I, who would have thought the NBA placing a sleeper agent inside the Sixers front office would have eventually backfired on everybody? Who could have possibly predicted something like that? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. But what? Final what thoughts. A, final thoughts. Um, yeah. Well, what were you gonna say? I just feel like this whole thing is it's it's really like a. If, th- if this ends up being what we think it is, which is like, you know, basically they conclude that it was either his wife or him or some combination. Um, he resigns, probably resigns just because, like, that makes sense that they would just let him say he's resigning um, mm-hmm. to, you know, for the benefit of the team or whatever. Um, like, what a what a crazy, like, this whole thing. Like, just, I mean, the whole process, the whole, like, Pinky getting fired, and then bringing league installing Jerry, and Jerry hiring his son, and then two years later, Brian Clay. I mean, it's like it makes the Chip Kelly, uh, um, Howie Roseman stuff seem like so simple and so stupid. Uh, yeah. Like that seemed like such a crazy story that, like, okay, the GM um, gets like basically ousted by this new guy who like puts him in a broom closet across the way. Uh, the guy like basically bides his time and then like when when uh when um chip leaves he's able to like resume power and then quickly takes them to the super bowl like this is so outrageous that you would like what what a like just ending it would be for brian colangelo to be like run out of town because of his trash on like trash takes on twitter and that the and that whoever took him down was like basically ben dietrich (laughs) that ben dietrich like took down brian colangelo ben dietrich and like a guy who does predictive analytics uh (laughs) i think it's a ruse you think that's a ruse i think that's a lie to cover up whoever the person's true identity although although it was really funny when someone oh i forget what it was it was like I, there was this, it wasn't predictive analytics. There was a different term for it, but there was like a recent Hinky interview in which he said yeah. that he's been doing exactly that type of analytics. I think it's definitely somebody who just knows for a fact that someone's running these accounts. Yeah, um, yeah. It's. Just, I believe though. I believe though about the followers. The followers are remarkably similar, and I, I'm sure yeah. there are ways to check to like search that. I just think my final thought in the whole matter is that. I am glad that Sixers fans are, in general, just a fun-loving bunch uh, that can laugh at a lot of things and do fu- and be funny and, like, all that stuff. Because this was very fun to deal with and funny, but outside of our bubble, this is, like, historically embarrassing for the franchise. Like, it cannot be measured right now how embarrassing this is to the franchise. And we're all just like able to like yuck it up, which I appreciate. Yeah. No, what's nice because it's not like, you know, if Embiid, if it was like, honestly, um, when I saw people like freaking out when I first logged on, like I was saying, you know, that, that whole like Vince McMahon uh, 
gif reaction that i had like people were i saw like what happened before i even looked was i saw a few texts that were like oh my god this is crazy or like what the fuck and i my first feeling was like oh my god like joel Embiid dunked on someone at at 10th and lombard and like broke his leg uh that was like my first thought was like there's an injury there's like a terrible terrible injury or like mark elfolds just had surgery or something uh yeah. So I think if it had been that, like in those moments, those crazy Twitter moments that involve Sixers injuries and like ba- really bad moments, like the night Hinky got fired and whatever. Although I guess we had some fun with that. I feel like even the night Hinky resigned um, and sent the letter, we had a ton of fun with it, even though it was a super bummer. Yeah, this was had, like yeah. fun because it was like Brian Colangelo getting dragged, you know, dragged around town by the horse and us like yeah. shaming him and throwing tomatoes. Yeah, it was like, it was like you know, Hall of Fame level schadenfreude. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, this yeah. was, this was an all time, all time great Twitter night. NBA Twitter night in general, maybe the best since the DeAndre, yeah. uh, since DeAndre, the DeAndre hostage situation. Yeah. The hostage situation. But I think this was like in some ways better. The only, the only difference is you didn't have as many players weighing in. Although you did have Embiid went like pretty out of control with it. And then yeah, he did. And then ended up unliking a bunch. He had like gone in and liked a bunch of the, uh, the burner account tweets about him right and then he and then he tweeted like some pr message at the very end like haha all in good fun don't really believe brian tweeted these things yeah um i'll 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 end with one thing is that obviously we had planned to do a podcast not about this and we asked for your questions uh because we were going to record tonight and talk about the draft and the finals and basketball stuff um, so we asked for your questions and then like a bunch of you sent us some questions, which we'll get to next time. I promise. But I remember texting this to Max last night and I was cracking up because right as all this was coming down, someone tweeted at our tweet was like, Hey, we're going to be recording a pod. Any questions for us to talk about like the draft and stuff? And somebody said, fuck that man. <laughs> so whoever yeah. that was, no, thank all, you very all much. That went in the garbage. Although we will, we'll come back to the questions. because I think they're all questions that still apply. Uh, yeah still apply a week from now or two weeks from now yeah so i guess thanks for listening yeah well I, we might need to do an, another emergency pod if they fire brian although probably an emergency pod once we get a better sense of like what they're going to do about it if they do fire right so like just the yeah. fact that he's fired probably there isn't much more to say um, do you think he's listening his wife probably is oh boy that can't go well yeah Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Yeah, what what a what a disappointment that is. I feel like we we've had some very fun uh like ancillary family member Twitter accounts. Uh, yeah. there was there was obviously Chuck Oak before. Right. Was um was Kendall Marshall's dad on Twitter? Kendall Marshall's was just, dad was on, Twitter. was on Twitter. KJ's mom was not. Kid's mom was not on. She was just in person yelling. She was just in person. Brett Brown. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, Celeste Abdelnabi, the best uh, Sixers yeah. spouse on or family member on Twitter. Yeah. I will say this. like, If this is proven to be uh, Mrs. Colangelo, immediately number one in the power rankings, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> oh, man. What yeah. a savage she was, too. I was. I would say this. Here, here's what I would say. I think they should fire 
Brian. But I would say this. We will allow you to resign and maintain your innocence, but you must unlock the accounts. Oh, yeah, we something we didn't talk about. Why is the Eric Jr. account still up? And they just don't have the password anymore or something? I thought that was it. I thought maybe they didn't have the password anymore, and then maybe by the time they found it, it was just too late where it would be so obvious that it was they were in control of it, mm-hmm. that it was just like the ship had sailed. Yeah, but don't you think that they also, if they have the account, they could have just tweeted like, hey, guys, I'm not Brian Galangelo's wife. I'm just some guy. At which point, everyone just replies, okay, Brian, and then nothing happens. Yeah. Like, if we didn't believe that account all the times it was saying all that other stuff when we barely knew it existed, why are we going to believe it just being like, hey, my name's Trevor, but uh, I'm, just I'm not ima- Brian? I'm just, I'm just saying imagine Trevor's running that account, which is what they would want us to believe. Trevor's right. running this account now, 8 billion people are retweeting the tweets and, like, quote-tweeting yeah. it and replying to it and calling him a dickhead. Like, if you, it was you who was running that burner account, just a, an anonymous account, wouldn't you, like, tweet something? Like, you wouldn't have the wherewithal nah. to, like, I'm not going to do anything. Nah, I, I'd, like, I'd, like, dig a, a hole in some soil, put my phone there, and never look at it again. <laughs> I just can't, like, like I, I think, like, there's a chance that, like, somebody gets a PayPal in their account and then someone like who's never been near that cell phone like goes live on like ins- or on uh like periscope tomorrow from that account like hey guys what's been going on the last few days my name's bob i run this account uh so and it'll like very obviously be the sixers practice facility behind them <laughs> so anyway allegedly that's the my final word for this whole thing is allegedly don't sue us Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. Uh, We'll talk to you later. Yeah, see ya. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. My name is Bill Matz. I am the director of Fun and Games for Broad Street Hockey Radio Podcasts. And I am Kelly, the deputy managing editor of BroadStreetHockey.com. I'm Steph Driver, the NHL editorial manager for SB Nation. And I am Charlie O'Connor, lead Flyers writer for TheAthletic.com. And together we make up BSH Radio, one of the shows that you get at the SB Nation podcast family. We have a lot coming to you this year, and we want you to listen to our show. It is just an all-flyers, all-the-time show, so much content. I really hope you listen to it. It is a great piece of the SB Nation podcast family, along with all your other favorite sports. We all love hockey, specifically the Flyers. Let's go the Flyers. The hockey team, the Flyers. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.